Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Loosened up, bang, some right hooks of reality and left uppercuts of truth. Yeah, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, all good stuff. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So, coming at you again live from Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts. And I've got some big right hooks, wham, of reality and left uppercuts of truth headed your way. What we're talking about today is kind of a middle line of our creeds. And our creeds, I read them to you last time, I'll read them again. With courage and confidence, I will believe in myself and always do my best. No, do my best. And the line I'm going to be talking about tonight is this next line. With honor and integrity, I will stand up for what is right and protect those in need. Then it goes on to say, with strength and perseverance, I'll battle through adversity and overcome all challenges. My attitude is everything and my character is who I am. I'm a martial artist. Or it could be, I am bullyproof. Or I am awesome. Or I believe in me. Kind of building the kids up and the students up and the adults up. Now, I remember when I wrote those creeds, goodness gracious, seven, eight years ago now. Whew, long time ago. But uh, my whole intent was I wanted 10, 20, 30 years later to get the same goosebumps as I got when I finished those. Because I put every bit of uh, nine months worth of writing into something that probably would have taken the average person just a month to do, but it took me nine and a 200-page binder because I wanted every word to have meaning. So what I'm focusing on today, and by the way, if it's first time listening in, thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me. I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got because I know time is the most sacred commodity, the most sacred thing that we have in this world, the only thing that we're, you know, we have a limited supply of. Uh, of course, at times when it's time to pay the bills, it doesn't seem like we have enough money ever, right? But we can always make more money, but we can never ever make more time. When it's over and it's gone, it's gone. So I want to value your time and give you everything I've got, you know, with as much, like I said, wham, right hooks of reality and left uppercuts of truth, as I like to call them there. And I'm never going to be rude, mean, or disrespectful, but I am going to give it to you straight, simply because I appreciate and respect your time. And I don't want to tiptoe around things that maybe you could get hammered with it to help you out. So when you jump on the line, make sure you say hi. Uh, just those that know, I'm kind of triple dipping here. We do the video blog. I send this over to producers. They take the audio off and it becomes our podcast since we're not in the recording studio right now. And uh, podcast number 277 aired today. It's called Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. Check that out. It's available on all the podcast apps. And, of course, follow on social media there, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life on iTunes. Oh, I meant sorry, on uh, Instagram or on Facebook there. We've got uh, our channels and our page and our groups. But anyway, with honor and integrity, I will stand up for what is right and protect those in need. Now, of course, that means probably something different to everybody. Now, my goal with that is kind of the bullyproof. That's the essence of our bullyproof motto, if you are kind of our bullyproof motto. And that is, look, honor integrity is everything you have. In my opinion, that forms your character, what you're known for. Now, do you stand up when things are tough? 
or do you cower down and hide and want somebody else to do it? Of course, we've got all kinds of leaders in the world, all kinds of leaders in the United States and the government, all kinds of leaders in sports, but are they true leaders? Well, that's subject to opinion, obviously, but the way I evaluate a leader and what I try and do myself to kind of hold myself at a high standard of accountability is that honor and integrity. And to me, honor is doing what you say you're going to do, being honorable with your word, honorable with what you believe in, honorable with standing up for what you truly in your heart, in your soul, who you are, believe is the right thing to do. And then integrity, well, you know, integrity is doing the right thing even if you're the only one, standing up for what is right even if no one else stands up. Integrity is following up on your honor to do what you say you're gonna do. Like our core values here, our honor, integrity, discipline, respect, that's kind of the core four of our black belt principles. Our black belt principles are humility, courtesy, bravery. I think those are the mindset. And then honor, integrity, discipline, respect are kind of our core values. And then perseverance stands on its own. And perseverance is all about battling through and never giving up, regardless how many times, wham, you get knocked to the canvas or knocked to the earth or knocked to the dirt or knocked down, you're gonna get your butt back up each and every time and battle through. You're gonna learn from that lesson. Hopefully you don't repeat it, but you're gonna be better for it and uh, moving forward. But anyway, the honor and integrity, how that ties into kind of the bully proof and how it ties into everything that's going on right now here at the academy, we're open, okay? Now we're taking precautions, we're being safe, and we still offer online Zoom classes, but yet we're open, but we are open for in-person classes. Like I said, we got the kids spread out, and we're, we're being safe, but why I believe that's so important, because I believe, well, I, I hear it every night, the parents are so very grateful, thankful, thank you so much, my kid needs this. They not only need uh, to be around others, they need to hit equipment, but they need the discipline, they need the respect, they need the manners, they need to be reminded of uh, the honor and integrity. But most important, most important, most important, they need the mental that we're giving them. Not only the physical, but the mental of doing your best, believing in yourself. And the only thing we evaluate on here at the Academy is attitude and effort. We don't evaluate an athletic ability or talent, skill, none of that stuff. Those things, the skill part, will take care of itself if your attitude and effort's right. An example I give all the time is sometimes people say, well, my kid's not very talented or athletic. And I'll say, man, don't, don't say that in front of your kid. You can tell me that <laughs> if you need to, but I don't evaluate on that. None of our instructors evaluate on that. And all our instructors, by the way, are homegrown. They've been with me at least 10 years to be an instructor at the academy. But the attitude and effort is kind of planting a seed, a mental seed of develop a habit of always doing your best. Now, here's an example. We're like this, and maybe it's a new student and they, their hands are not sure where to hold them and they're not sure how to throw a punch, but gosh darn it, they're putting forth their best. They got the tiger eyes, the lion voice, and they wanna do their best. That's the attitude. And that's kind of, I say, the spiritual side. It's inside. I've got the attitude to do my best. I got the attitude to get out here on the mat. I got the attitude because I want to be my very, very best. And that attitude's the starting point. And then the effort, that just follows the attitude. The effort's actually trying. Like I said, kids, maybe they're doing their punches, not very good at it, but gosh darn it, we're saying, no, snap that baby out there, snap it out there, pop that baby, boom, boom, pop it out there. And before you know it, they're getting better. Their skills starting to evolve. They're getting better and better and better because their attitude and effort is, is where it needs to be. Spiritually, they got it, man. Mentally, they're wanting to do their best. And once that attitude and effort takes over, it kind of plants a mental seed in their mind and that thing grows and that's how they earn. And I'm saying earn those belt ranks right there. They got to test at least four times just to have the right to come to a belt promotion ceremony to earn their belt. Why? Because I want them to know that they had to fight for it. 
Now, each student fights in their own way, but, and I'm not talking about each other or anything else, but they fight their own battles. I've got my own, I call them mental bullies or demons. You've got them, the people listening, everybody's got them. But I want them to have the courage and confidence to battle through, and just like it says the next line, with strength and perseverance, I'll battle through adversity and overcome all challenges. Not just the easy challenges, but all the challenges. And of course, it's not easy. And some uh, people ask, and sometimes I have the same things, I think to myself, gosh darn, these challenges are tough. Well, if they weren't tough, they wouldn't really be challenges. But here's the deal. You overcame other challenges that weren't so tough to put you where you are right now to overcome these bigger challenges. And sometimes I often think, man, I wish I didn't have these challenges. But that's what helps you continue to grow, right? So back to honor and integrity. I'll stand up for what is right and protect those in need. To me, I see some friends popping on the line. Terry's back again. Hello, Terry. Good to see you tonight is standing up for those that can't stand up for themselves, protecting those in need. So let me give you an example. We've all been involved in a bullying situation at one point in our lives. Maybe we were the victim of bullying, maybe we were a bystander, or heck, maybe we were the bully ourselves. But when the group is around and the bully is doing the bullying thing, trying to intimidate and trying to inflict fear in that victim's mind, people just stand around. Now, every single person standing around is emotionally affected by that. And most everybody wishes someone would stand up to the bully and say, hey, that ain't funny. I ain't laughing at that. Knock it off. Everybody standing around wishes somebody would say or do that. But no one has the courage, the confidence, their honor and integrity, the belief in themselves to stand up for what is right, to protect those in need. So what happens? Everybody just kind of puts their heads down or you laugh and the people are laughing and they're laughing out of fear because they don't want to turn the bully on them. And the thought goes in your head. Well, I wish somebody would say something and I would say something to the bully, but you know what, that, that bully, if I say something, it, they're going to turn on me. So it's pretty much, hey, I'm sorry it's happened to you, but better you than me. I'll just keep quiet or I'll, I'll laugh along with them. We've all been involved in a situation like that before, and everybody is emotionally affected by that. We don't feel good about it, but hardly anybody ever stands up to the bully out of fear of the bully turning on them. Out of fear, as much as we feel bad for that person, well, better you than me. I gotta protect my own here. Man, think about that. Think about that as a kid, or even think about that as an adult, any situation you've been in like that. So that's where the honor and integrity, to stand up for what is right and protect those in need. That's the creeds that the kids say every single night in class, every single class. Why? I'm trying to plant mental seeds in their little mental gardens. Plant those seeds, water those seeds by continuously bringing it up, continuously talking about it, continuously emphasizing attitude and effort, doing your very best, believing in yourself. Just like anything else, the more you plant in that mental garden, the more you water that, the more you continue to, in a sense, fertilize that by continuing to revisit that message, the more it's going to stick. And we're up against the battle here, folks. I mean, think about those words, honor and integrity. That's sad to say, but there's not a whole lot of honor and integrity in the world today. Kids are being taught, oh, you don't have to work hard. No, just, you know, you'll get a trophy anyway. Don't worry about this. You'll get a, a good grade because, you know, the teacher doesn't want the conflict. It doesn't mean teachers are bad. It doesn't mean coaches are bad, but it's just the easy way. Well, here's the problem. By doing the easy thing now, we're creating a very, very difficult life for these kids later. Because sooner or later, as grandma used to say, 
Richie, sooner or later, you got to pay the, the fiddler, pay the ferryman. I never understood what the heck that meant when I was a kid. The fiddler, the ferryman. What the heck is Grandma Bonnie talking about here? Now, half the things I didn't understand as a kid. But what Grandma Bonnie did, she planted seeds in my mind. And she continued to water those seeds. Now, I was a bit of a slow learner because I didn't learn what a lot of these things <laughs> meant until I got much, much older. But her thing was, she was planting those seeds. She was fighting the battles now so I wouldn't have to fight so hard later. Now, still had to fight a lot. <laughs> well, physically, mentally, and, and everywhere else. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, I kind of enjoy it. Not that I enjoyed it. I always made me nervous, but um, I... Uh, um, I was always wanting to prove everybody wrong. That was kind of my whole thing. Say I can't do it, I'm gonna show you I can do it. And I just had this conversation the other day, which I'm trying to grow and mature a little bit more. Instead of every time somebody challenges me, I step up, I'm gonna fight that challenge. I'm trying to do a better job of, of not backing away from any challenge, but yet being smarter about how I go about it. Being smarter meaning, I'm not trying to say, well, yeah, you're gonna tell me I can't do it? Well, I'm gonna show you I can do it. Instead of doing that anymore, what I'm trying to mature into being is instead of fighting every useless, senseless battle against somebody online that isn't really worth my time, I'm going to spend time doing these video blogs. I'm going to spend time talking to my instructors. I'm going to spend time talking to our leadership team about how they can be better. So instead of me trying to stand up and fight every useless, senseless battle with every knucklehead that wants to challenge me, what can I do? I can use that time, that energy, that honor and integrity to stand up for what is clearly right and protect those in need by helping my team grow, helping the leadership team grow, helping the instructors grow, helping the people I'm working with in coaching grow, doing these video blogs, doing my podcast. So that's kind of where I'm trying to mature into. Now, deep down inside, oh man, I still like to <clears throat> mix it up a little bit, but I gotta realize I'm 50 years old now, I gotta be a little bit smarter. <laughs> so that's kind of why I'm doing it. But honor integrity, I'll stand up for what is right and protect those in need. So my kind of gift to you, if you will, Think about this, what area in your life with honor and integrity, could you stand up for what is right? Could you protect those in need? Helping your kids out a little bit maybe. Oh, I got some, a friend popping up a comment. I'll try and, hello sir, great talk and lesson. Uh, actually, Ms. Dahmer, good to see you sir. And Terry, my trophy is chip tooth standing. <laughs> I'm fully in high school, Terry's always got a great story. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Ms. Charles Dahmer, appreciate you sir. Um, but uh, uh, back to the honor and integrity. I, I share a personal way. Well, I try and often share stories with you because uh, I feel that's a good way to connect and to relate. Uh, remember when our first first studio we first had, it was very, very, very small. I mean, I'm blessed beyond words to, to and here, here, I'll share this with you too, those that don't know. Um, in 2011, this building I heard was going to come available. Now I always, my, my gosh, I didn't think there's any way I could get in a building like this because our previous location was like 600 square feet. Our one after that was 900 square feet and we were there, I don't know how many different years, how many years. But I heard this building is going to come available and I, I found out who the owners were. So I called and it was a wonderful family, the Wetzel family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had 20 years ago taught aerobics, <laughs> water aerobics, I guess it was about 15 at that time, aerobics uh, when Tr Tracy Wetzel was in my class. And I called her up and said, hey, Mr. Wetzel, I don't know if you remember me, I think you're in my aerobic class. She goes, oh yeah, I, I talk about how you helped me so much and I see your karate studio, I hope you're doing great and la da 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 I said, well, that's what I'm calling about. I heard that your building might become available and I'd be interested in possibly renting it if possible. And she goes, well, you know what, let's have a talk and let's talk about it. So she met, and to be honest with you, there's no way I could afford this building, but her, because of what I did years and years ago without even knowing it, 
uh, of helping her with uh, being nice, being kind, just doing things because it was the right thing to do. She, she helped me the first three, four, five years be able to pay the rent in this building in order to build up our membership in order to, to eventually buy the building. Now, at the time, way back when, when I was teaching aerobic classes and doing personal training and all those things, did I have any idea? No, I was just doing the right thing, right? Helping this person out. But my point is, and, and you know, I've done some goofy things in the past that probably weren't very honorable and respectful, but I've done my best to own up to those as well. But the honor and integrity without even knowing it was doing the right thing then, which is gonna reward me or is rewarding me with the academy that we have today. But without having the creeds that I just wrote, you know, like I said, seven, eight years ago, that was always something that was kind of planted in me. And a lot of that was planted for my grandma. A lot of that was planted with the lessons she was teaching way back when. And a lot of the lessons my dad, who's a Vietnam vet, he's 101st Airborne Division, you know, he, you talk about a right hook reality. He didn't have a, a well, a, a soft spot. <laughs> so it was rough growing up on the farm. But his whole idea was, you work hard. Richie, you're going to have to work hard your whole life, so you better get used to it. And, of course, my thing was I was going to prove him wrong. Yeah, yeah. And anybody else that doubted me is going to prove wrong. Because in my mind, that was the honor and integrity, proving them wrong by not... Uh, uh, caving to their pressures. But anyway, back to the story, uh, our first academy. I remember we did birthday parties. I only charged a hundred bucks for a birthday party back then. And that's back when I ran, I mean, I did every class, every birthday party, signed up every membership. It was a one man band and uh, it was tough. I mean, I, I, other people had it rougher, but just so you know, I've been through two bankruptcies, a house foreclosure, cars repossessed, all because I wasn't a very good business person at all. I always gave everything I had, but you know, at the end of the day, you gotta pay the bills. And if you don't collect tuition payments, you're not gonna be able to pay the bills. <laughs> and I was very, very, uh, not very good at collecting tuition. So anyway, I got in a situation where this kid was wanting his birthday party with us. And at the time, uh, I only allowed our students to break boards at their birthday party. Cause well, we use real wood here and other places don't, and that's okay. They use whatever they, 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 they feel is adequate for them. But, uh, I said, well, I can't really let you break a board in front of your friends because you're not a student of ours and you haven't trained long enough to learn how to do that. And the mom says, well, he really wants to break a board. We'd love to come to you, but if he can't break a board, he's gonna go to this other place. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was a hundred bucks. And a hundred bucks was the difference between maybe paying rent this month or that month way back then and having to borrow more money every single month for my personal account to pay for it. So I thought about it and I called grandma and said, grandma, Here's the deal. This kid wants to break a board. He hasn't been with us. I, use, I always say that kids have to be with us so I can train them properly in order to break a board at the birthday party. And if I don't let them break a board, they're not going to do the birthday party with us. And she goes, well, how? Uh, she said, she let me rattle on. I said, it's 100 bucks. And man, I tell you what, I could really use that money this time. I'm tired of having to borrow from personal to pay the bills. And it's just really tough. She listened to me whine, listened to me complain, listened to me plead my case. And then she says... <laughs> original right hook reality. She says, Richie, what's your integrity worth? And I'm like, oh, Grandma, come on now. You, 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 you don't understand. It's not a matter of integrity. It's a matter of, gosh darn it, I, it's this 100 bucks. Now, back then, 100 bucks was about what 1,000 bucks is today for, for me in the situation we were in there. So, or maybe even 10,000. I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a lot. And so I pleaded and whined again. And Grandma says, what's your integrity worth? I said, I don't know, Grandma. 
I think I'm just gonna let him break the board and hope he doesn't get hurt. I'm gonna work with him a little extra. She goes, well, it's not a matter of working with him. It's a matter of your principles and your integrity. If you say you don't do that because that's your integrity, then you can't do it. And I'm like, oh. And she says, the reason I'm telling you this, Richie, Richie, everybody calls me Richie when I was a kid. If you sell your integrity today for $100, what do you sell it for tomorrow? Is 200 enough? 500 enough? Is 1,000 enough? When you put a price on your integrity, you put a price on your soul pretty much is what she was saying, and then you've sold out. I thought about it, I cried, I prayed about it, and it sounds insane, but it's the truth. So what I do? Called the lady up and says, ma'am, I'm sorry, I'd love to have you with the birthday party with us, but I can't allow your son to break a board unless he's trained with us for a while. And she goes, okay, well, thanks for calling back. We're gonna go and go with the other guy. And of course, for the longest time, I thought, oh my gosh, what an idiot. I made such a mistake. But grandma was right. And that was, oh my gosh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. But it stuck with me. It really did. Now, we do things differently now, actually. <laughs> for the birthday party kids, instead of a 12-inch board, we cut them down a little bit smaller for the other kids, and we work with them on a palm strike, a technique that they can do uh, that's effective. So I've evolved a little bit in that regard. I don't say I've swallowed, uh, sacrificed my integrity, but I've learned a lot as I went along the way here and different ways of doing it so I can uphold the integrity of what we do. But I thought I'd share that story with you because the honor and integrity, it's kind of the title of this video and this, this uh, podcast here, honor and integrity, I'll stand up for what is right and protect those in need. That's what we're doing by staying open here. I'm not, and if, if I felt in my heart that anybody was at risk, we wouldn't be doing it. But I know from hearing the parents every single night tell us, thank you so very much. My kid needs this. They need these core values. They need these principles. They need this reminder. They need this physical exercise and workout. But most importantly, they need it here and here. Mental belief in themselves, and then the attitude and effort, kind of I call it the spiritual side, coming out of putting forth their very best. Their loud kiops and yelling and kicking with power and just like, yes, I can do it. I can battle through. I can overcome. I can succeed. And that's what I mean by honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. Doing those things there. So there you go. So my challenge to you, what, what, what areas that maybe you've been faulty on, you know, there's been times that I'm not calling you out. Because I tell you the good stories of making the right choice. For every one good story, oh my gosh, there's countless stories that I don't say I'm ashamed of, but definitely was not the right choice. I definitely did not make the right choice. I was just talking to one of our instructors tonight about King David, which is my favorite, uh, favorite king in the Bible, because that was my favorite Bible story when I was a kid. And I think it's probably most kids' favorite Bible story because, you know, David slew Goliath, right? Big Goliath. And uh, here's a little bitty shepherd boy, David. Well, kind of shared with him about, you know, some of the things that uh, uh, with, with David, remember we went to the front lines to give his brothers uh, food and water. Well, they mocked him for not, who, who'd you leave those few sheep with? Now, that's often overlooked in the Bible, but uh, uh, with Zig Ziglar, he, he talked about this a lot. That was a, a, a kind of a shot at David from his brothers. They didn't say, who did you leave those sheep with? They said, who did you leave those few sheep with? Insinuating that he wasn't even responsible for a whole slew of sheep, just a few. Who did you leave those few sheep with? What are you doing here? Poking at him. Well, David's like, who's that guy? Goliath who's yelling obscenities and profanities and everything else. And they're like, well, he comes out every day and he yells these things. Well, of course, what he was doing every single day he'd come out there, he would plant seeds of fear in the Israelites' minds. And they were intimidated and bullied well beyond, you know, I'm, 
I ain't fighting that guy. Are you kidding me? So David says, well, anybody going to shut him up? Now, of course, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> and, uh, and their brother's like, no, man, you get killed for doing something like that. Gosh darn, you don't want to do that. And then the older brother said, you know, what are you doing here? Who'd you leave those few sheep? Uh, the, the, why, who's watching those few sheep that are in your command or under your watch? And uh, of course, we know that story goes. David had the power of God on his side and he went out and did what he needed to do because he believed enough in himself. He had slain a, a lion before and a bear before, and he knew with his slingshot, he knew how to handle himself, right? Yeah. And the kind of the story I talked about was that's why I admire David so much because he battled through, he overcame his challenges. And of course, that didn't mean his life was sunshine and rainbows after that. No, he had King Saul now trying to kill him, <laughs> right? And then he got all this power. And what happened? He kind of lost his way, so to speak. And then he had some sins. He had some mess ups. He had some mistakes. But guess what? He was always the king after God's heart, right? Why? Because he always put God first and he owned up. He was accountable for his goof ups. He's accountable for his mistakes. And he went back and said, God, please forgive me. And if you remember, those, I'm kind of going off on the, uh, a lot of the Bible story here, but his first son uh, with Bathsheba, who he had the illicit affair with, and then sent the husband to the front line to be killed. <laughs> that first son, God, his punishment to him and Bathsheba killed the son. But then as you move forward, he had another son, King Solomon, the smartest king in the Bible. And that's another grandma story. Grandma said, Richie always asked for wisdom, not riches and gold. And I was a kid. I'm like, the heck with wisdom. Show me the money, baby. <laughs> Give me the riches and gold. And then her whole point on that was uh, that King Solomon asked for wisdom and God was so touched they not only gave him wisdom, but he gave him all the riches and gold, and he was the richest king that, that ever lived uh, out of that. But uh, And then, of course, as we know, that uh, King David was also a great uncle of Jesus. So that, that's pretty good company to be in, right? So how does all that wrap up into a bow with honor and integrity? Well, it goes back to what I'd said, standing up for what you believe in, standing up for what is right. Even if you're the only one standing, you're standing up for principles, for core values. You're standing up for something that is bigger than you. You're standing up for something that's gonna outlive you. And uh, the Ziegler family, they, they talk about moving from um, um, stability to success, meaning you're barely stable, you're barely getting by, and then you move on to success. When you're able to get your stability strong, you can move on to being a success. And what a success is, is a success and you're helping enough other people move from that stability state where they can become a success. And from success, you move on to significance. And significance is when you're uh, significant in enough people's lives of helping them become successful, moving from that stability to the success state, then you've left a significant impact in the world. And there you have, you've been significant. And then it moves on to legacy. And legacy is when you've been significant in helping enough people not only be successful, but be significant in their lives and the lives of many others, then you become a legacy. Now it doesn't mean I'm a legacy. Yes, I am. No, it's back to honor and integrity. You have honored God and been uh, had integrity with standing up for what is right. And by helping enough people move from that stability state to the success in their own lives, to now being significant in the many, many lives of others, then your legacy of what you laid, what laid, laid down, the tracks you laid, the seeds you planted, what you did is going to live on well beyond you. Pretty, pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And that's kind of the goal with the honor and integrity. I want to empower enough people to open their eyes, to see what's going on, to ask questions, to not follow along blindly, to think for themselves. You know, there's a thing called a smell test. The smell test is if something doesn't smell right, doesn't look right, doesn't taste right, doesn't feel right, then gosh darn it, it's probably not right. 
That's the smell test. I'm just asking people, smell what's going on in society today. Something doesn't smell right, right? No. Once again, open your eyes, take off the blinders. The media is not your friend. The media, I call it the devil's workshop because that's what it is. Take those blinders off, ask questions, then think for yourself. There it is. Boom, boom, boom. Honor integrity. I will stand up for what is right and protect those in need. And that's what I believe I'm doing. And that's what, even without even knowing it, that's kind of what I've been trying to do my whole life is empower others to believe enough in themselves. Once again, open their eyes, ask questions, think for themselves, and to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. Stand up for those in need. And be the hero that you always wanted when you were younger. Yeah, that's kind of on my book that's coming out, Bullyproof. It's, it's a journey of me as a kid meeting me as Master Grogan 40 years later, and we go on this journey together. And I want to be that hero that maybe I never had as, as a kid. You know, asking those questions and going through the pains of being bullied, but not being able to share those uh, pains of being bullied out of fear and intimidation. We go through that. So honor integrity. And folks, I always try and talk about how you can pass this on to your kids. You know, talk to them about not only bullying, but talk to them about what they're going through right now. Sit down and have a conversation with them. But most importantly, make sure you kind of sit down and have a conversation with yourself. I know it sounds insane, but think about where you are with your honor, where you are with your integrity. And if you're doing everything you can to stand up for what is right for yourself, and then stand up for what is right for everyone else. Because as a mentor reminds me all the time, if I, I can't pour from an empty cup, so if my cup is empty, means I've run the well dry, baby, then I can't hydrate, nourish, or and, uh, help anybody else because I got nothing to give. And I always thought, ah, oh, you know what? That's okay. I'll just light a candle, burn a candle at both ends. When that's not enough, I'll burn a, a light a candle in the middle. And that's not enough, I'll light a candle here in the middle of the middle of the middle. And what happens? I eventually burn myself out, which I've been known to do. You know, I used to always be embarrassed that I was hyperactive. I was never diagnosed as a kid, but I knew I was different. Now I realize, well, shoot, that's my driving force, right? That helps me continue to go and accomplish things that maybe others can't accomplish. But it's also a way of saying to others, we've all got our special gifts. And sometimes our gifts come wrapped up in what we initially thought was a deficiency. Yeah, there you go. But on the same token there, your greatest strength, as uh, mentor Chris Widener says, your greatest strength could also become your greatest weakness if unchecked. All right. Well, I saw all kinds of comments popping up there, folks, and I'm very grateful and appreciative of that. Um, it's, it's hard for me sometimes. I uh, put on my glasses so I can see here. God always works in different ways, and he has really used you well. God bless you, sir. Oh, my goodness. You touched my heart, Ms. Dahmer. Thank you, sir. Um, wow. At 51, I still have a lot to learn, and your talks inspire me mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Whoops. It's hard to stand alone sometimes. Yes, it is, Ms. Crone. It's very hard to stand alone, um, but uh, uh, it really is. But usually it takes, what does it take? One person to stand up. And then before you know it, others start standing up because just like the bullying scenario I gave you, usually people are looking for that one hero to stand up. And what happens when you stand up to that bully and say, hey, that ain't funny enough. And somebody else goes, oh, he did that. I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And before you know it, it takes that one. And that's where the honor and integrity comes from. All right, folks, I love you. I, hope, I wish you and your loved ones a very, very merry, merry, merry Christmas and a happy, 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 happy new year. And if you're a listener or watching this afterwards, I hope you had a very, very merry Christmas and I hope you're on, on to a great, wonderful 2021. And uh, keep praying, 
things are going to uh, not only turn around, but I think a lot of things are going to change for the better. And I think a lot of people's eyes are going to be opened. And uh, I, I think we're on to something really, really good here that maybe has been long, 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 long overdue. So I love you folks. I really do. Please check out the podcast. Please follow on Facebook and uh, Instagram, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. And uh, leave your comments. I'll reply back to everyone I can. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you again real soon. And as I say, and I mean this, I love you and God loves you. You have a gift with the world. Please share that love, share that gift with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. Yes. And you'll live your best kick in life. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Can't wait to read your comments. Can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember... You have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.